0: Thanks for joining us and welcome to Activate Your Health. I'm Josh. And I'm Kayla. And we're back again to discuss all things health here in Allen County. From the fun to the serious, we discuss health-related issues that affect the people that live, learn, work, worship, and play in our county. So once again, thanks for joining us in what is hopefully a beautiful day.
1: Yes, we have a great episode planned for you today. First, we'll be discussing uh, sprucing up our fitness routine activity now that it is officially spring. We want to make sure that we have our fitness routine and activity up to snuff and that we're getting active um, as we move into the warmer months. We'll also be talking with Kirk Niemeyer, the City of Lima's new Public Works Director, and also with Bree Bazard, the new Creating Healthy Communities Coordinator at Allen County Public Health. And as always, we'll wrap up with our events happening in the region.
0: Yeah, so, like you mentioned, Kayla, let's talk about sprucing up our fitness routine, you know, because spring represents rebirth, renewal growth. And for a lot of people, maybe they had that New Year's resolution that didn't quite succeed. So it's time to take on the longer, brighter, warmer days, get rid of that cabin fever and rejuvenate our tired, old routine and integrate some new activities into our workouts and just our activity routine. So I know that we're creatures of habit and comfort, but changing our workout program is necessary to avoid or overcoming that plateau and make sure we're achieving our goals and our gains and accomplishing new levels of fitness. But Uh how do we know when it's time for that change to come? Kaylee, want to give us some ideas what to look for?
1: Well, I think, as you mentioned, likely many of us have fallen off the New Year's resolution bandwagon at this point. If you still are on your New Year's resolution kick, (laughs) I really applaud you for that effort because I think there's a very large majority who have got caught in the winter blues. So as we move into spring, if you are getting bored with your workout routine or if you don't feel like you're am excited to be active and you would rather just sit on the couch or if you're not seeing the results that you want to see with your workout, I think really those are kind of the signs that we would say look, well, okay, you're getting bored with your routine. We might need to change it up a little bit. What can we do to change up that routine and what can we do to, to get back and be more active, Josh?
0: Well, once you've realized that you need to spruce it up, I think one of the things obviously with the spring that makes a lot of sense is just take it outside. If you're used to going to a fitness center, to lift weights to run on a treadmill it's simple get outside enjoy the nature try going to enroll yourself into an outdoor yoga class there's some different boot camp classes that can be outside or take your phone to the park set up a youtube video and just do your exercise out in green space it can do a lot to invigorate you and give some passion back to your workout regime.
1: And I also think there's something to be said for finding a buddy or two or three and working out together. We are able to be back, I think, a little bit more safely together doing things as we were kind of prior to the pandemic hitting. So thinking about registering for a local 5K or a local run, you don't have to run that. You could walk it, but kind of having some friends and some motivational partners to get you back on track, I think is really helpful, even if you go to a fitness class. Those are obviously more fun and more impactful when you have friends that you know are gonna be there to cheer you on and to make sure that you're actually there, hold you accountable. Those, all those good things. So I think finding a buddy is really important to sprucing up your fitness.
0: Yeah, accountability is such a key component to all of this. Another thing is to try a new mode. So, you know, it's easy to keep doing the same thing over and over, especially if it's been working. But if we're trying to move our fitness threshold a bit further, try a new type of activity. For example, if you like lifting free weights for your strength training exercises, try incorporating some other strength tools such as resistance bands, kettlebells, and even some selectorized machines. just to change it up a little bit. A, free weights typically are the best way to build strength because it forces your other core muscle groups to work together. However, like Kayla said, boredom can be the killer to all of this. So mixing it up, trying something a little bit different, incorporating some things like bands and kettlebells are gonna confuse your muscles a little bit and help you get to your next fitness goal.
1: And also along that same line, if you like to use the treadmill or ellipticals, make sure that you increase your incline. And that's one easy way to kind of modify your exercise, kind of like Josh said, confuse your body, make your body feel like it's doing something a little bit different you could even do that outdoors by finding some of our local trails that have some hills in them as well so you can modify that incline decline to really spruce up your routine and kind of make your body adjust which could potentially jump start some weight loss jumpstart your calorie burn again make it a little bit more exciting for you
0: i think of all those reservoirs we have the great hills at Fruit park and For old football fans, you might remember those videos of Walter Payton running up and down those hills and getting to the height of excellence in sport. And so it's really effective way to Mm -hmm. not torture yourself, but for a lot of people, it might be running up and down those hills. But if you wanna take your fitness to the next level, kayla is 100 uh, yep. right
1: <laughs> and that's where you take your kids you take your kids who need to get a little activity so that's the you know final tip is i think really involving the family trying to make sure that you can get everyone in your family doing that fitness along with you whether it's different types of things or different speeds but you can all be at the same place if your son or daughter is doing sports this spring drop them off for practice they're getting their fitness in and what can you do could you walk around the field or could you go for a quick run while they're practicing so that way you're all kind of doing your activity together and you're not separating your family time more than it already has to so trying to figure out what stage of life you're in I know everyone has different routines different ways that they want to be active and get active but sometimes just fitting it in when you can is really the best way to go and that uh, leads to less guilt better mental health and you're able to then also have great family time and not not sacrifice one for the other, I think.
0: Yeah, and I think there's a lot of great programs that are family based out there that you might be able to register for. There's mom and me swim lessons and things like that. So scheduling that time to make sure that you're being active with your family, not only sets a good example, but gives a great time frame for you to be active since you're all engaged together. Yes, yes. you're um, going to be there anyway. You that's right. Might as right. well
1: be, be doing it together. So long story short, it's time to spruce up your routine, to find things that don't bore you, to be able to get back outside, to enjoy nature, to enjoy all the great local facilities that we do have outdoors that you could use for activity. We have a large number of them mm-hmm. locally. So we, we are very blessed in that way. So please get out there, enjoy something new, something active, and really start to rethink your, your health in that way as we get into spring.
0: We just encourage you to prioritize joy. Mm-hmm. So whatever fitness plan you take on, whatever changes you choose to enact in your own life, we don't want it to feel like torture. If your commitment to be active is going to be long and become a habit, it needs to be something that's right for you, right for your family, because living actively doesn't look the same for everyone. Rather, it's an individualized process and enjoyment is a crucial ingredient to living an active life. So once again, find something that works for you and your family and uh, be active and have fun while you're doing so.
1: Yes, and you are here with Activate Your Health, and we will now be moving into speaking with some of our guests for this month. Our first guest is Kirk Niemeyer, the City of Lima Public Works Director. Thank you for joining us today, Kirk.
2: Yeah, welcome, Kirk. Thank you, Josh. Thank you, Kayla. Good to be with you.
1: Thanks for joining us today. Welcome and congrats on your new role. Before we get into that, let's talk a little bit about you, kind of where you're from, what got you to this point here in Lima, and kind of some of your background.
2: Well, I originally hail from a small town of Wapakoneta, south of here, but I spent a good portion of my life, I came to Lima, obviously, to do shopping growing up, but also a big part of my trips to Lima involved the uh, Lima YMCA, mm-hmm. so swim lessons. I think I took every swim lesson opportunity known to man up here in Lima, plus the summer swim program. We We would swim all the teams from Lima area. I guess even at, at a younger stage, I my grandfather used to cut firewood and we used to deliver to different houses firewood. And so that was kind of a way to hang out with my grandfather. But anybody ever ask us, where are you from? If we're on uh, some other part of Ohio or out of state, we'd always say Lima because unless you're a Neil Armstrong fan, you probably heard, <laughs> heard of Wapakoneta. Yeah. So yeah. Uh, born and raised in, in Wapakoneta, I went off to school in Eastern Pennsylvania to Lehigh University. Mm-hmm straight a little bit farther away cuz I tend to follow my big brother and he went out east you know we both pursued engineering and we both played college football so it was about 10 hours from this part of Ohio upon graduation came back to the Columbus area and landed my first civil engineering job with a firm down in Columbus so started out doing a lot of materials testing for them then eventually worked into design role and A lot of cool projects in Columbus, deep tunnels, wastewater plants, water treatment plants. So I was in the public works arena in Columbus, but not in the transportation per se. So in 2002, I happened to be home visiting family and cracked open the Lima news. And there was the city engineer's job and my wife and I looked at each other and said, you know, it'd be awesome if we could move back to this area and uh, be close to, my wife's from Wapakoneta as well, so be close to her mom and dad, be close to my mom and dad, and it's been a great decision for us. That was 20 years ago, and uh, so now we've got two great kids, seventh grader and ninth grader, and um, it's a great place to raise a family, and alignment's been really great to us. It's just gone way too fast, so it's, (laughs) I hope it slows down a bit, but probably won't.
0: Well, I feel that, you know, I came to Lyme in 2006 and it's amazing to me how quickly that time goes. I share a lot of those same sentiments. It's great to be back home in this area. Great place to raise a family. I didn't realize though, however, that uh, you played football in college. So I'm looking forward to off mic sometime hearing about some of those stories at (laughs) Lehigh. how did you become passionate about bike riding? I know for a long time, you could see Kirk rain, snow, or son setting a good example for the community and riding his bike and being active into work and from home every day. What got you so passionate about cycling?
2: Well, I'd always had a mountain bike, probably bought my first mountain bike when I was down in Columbus. And there was some trails down there and so I was, was more into mountain biking. Mm-hmm. And I've always been an outdoor person, love the outdoors. I, I go home from work every day and I'm, I'm working outside or I'm doing something with the kids outside it was just a way for me to get outdoors. And about when the kids, when when they were very little, I just had the opportunity. I was probably dealing with, like most of us, not getting enough exercise and putting on a few pounds. And I thought, you know, I need to get healthy because I got to take care of these kids for the next 18 or so <laughs> years or plus minus. Um, <laughs> so I said, I want to be around for them. So. I got into the biking, and I'm two miles from work. I like to be efficient with my time, and it was a way for me to both get my exercise. It took 15 minutes to get to work on my bike, and I got the best parking spot, probably better parking (laughs) spot than the mayor, because I rolled my bike right in the door, (laughs) and it was all nice and dry, and driving down here those two miles, by the time I parked the car, and walk to the building, it was probably the same amount of time. So I saw it as a great opportunity to get some exercise. I also did some running and some, I I still do a lot of swimming. I probably enjoy swimming the best, but uh, so yeah, it was just, it kind of grew and I've always been the type of person that if I start doing something and it's a good habit, I tend to keep it going because I think, well, if it's too cold today and I don't want to ride then uh, you know am I gonna get that bike out tomorrow am I gonna get lazy and Mm -hmm. and uh, jump in the car and (laughs) so I loved it I took residential path into you know residential neighborhood path and never had any issues with cars or people passing too close so kind of cut through the st. Rita's parking lot and it was a nice little start and finish to the day
1: yeah what a great example for your kids too talking about wanting to raise kids who are active and who want to be outdoors who want to be able to have some activities outside of school and sports and everything else so it's great to have that example for your kids too so tell us about your current role as public works director and uh, what all that entails and what that actually is for those who may not know
2: well the public works director's job here in lima covers four different departments covers the engineering division which i've been part of for the last 20 years it covers the parks department so all our city parks are 300 acres of parks plus all the fields the restrooms the ponds shoreline etc that they manage it covers street department so that's maintenance and upkeep of 165 centerline miles of road 13 bridges and that's just the start i mean it's all the lighting Everything basically within the public right-of-way and then the building department, which is all our residential and commercial permits. So fortunate for me, I've worked with a lot of these folks, probably been here longer than, than most as time goes on. So we've, we've got a lot of great talent. I noticed that when I first came to Lima, the engineering department was, I've worked with different folks. You know, you make a mistake in designing infrastructure project, costs quite a bit of money, but so far, knock on wood, people here are so good at what they do. And, you know, we've been able to do so much and be so efficient. So it's been great to be part of that and continue to be a part of it. So it is different responsibilities, a lot to be responsible for. Uh, we We also have all the facilities, all the general fund buildings, that uh, the city has, so and it's working with other departments, non-public works departments throughout the city. So our end goal is to make Lima a great place to live and work and have the infrastructure in, in the shape it needs to be in and manage the funds to the best of our ability. Always been proud of that fact too, because we always seem to find and working for city government has made me a better steward of, of my own funds because, I hate to say it, but I go out and buy a set of tires or whatever it is, and, and I'm calling three different places to find the best <laughs> best deal on, the, on, that set, on that set of tires. So, you know, we do the same thing with, with the work we do in the department
0: it's important to be good stewards of our public dollars right in your role i think i'm very happy that you guys take that into such strong consideration so kind of to dovetail off that conversation what are some of the projects and focuses that you have both for this year and then in the next five to ten years what are the big upcoming projects that we can expect to see throughout lima
2: well the big projects you're going to see this year right in the downtown so we have the main in market street project that's should be starting up here within the next month or so. So that's a conversion of what some people previously called a roundabout. I think many. <laughs> We're gonna get an actual one? Yeah. <laughs> no. <coughs> We're gonna get a one that's properly designed. But what we have out there came out of a 1978 streetscape project of Lady Bird Johnson and some uh, conversion of the square back then and it's functioned extremely, well I shouldn't say extremely well, but well up to the point where Allen County got their first set of roundabouts, and so what we have out there now is confusing, so it became a high-crash intersection. So that will be converted to a true roundabout. We also have pedestrian improvements moving north along Main Street. It was identified as a high-pedestrian crash corridor, so at the intersection of Main and High, we'll have a traffic signal replacement with pedestrian improvements, and then at Main, in North, also some pedestrian upgrades with crosswalks and a look at the ped lights, the uh, walk don't walk lights. And then in 300 block of Main Street, we have a mid-block crosswalk which will accommodate the uh, traffic going back and forth mid-block between the courthouse and the courthouse public parking and some parking changes. So that's a big project that's around 1.2 million. Will extend to end of November. The other big project we have in the downtown is the Rotary Amphitheater Community Stage and Park, also GLR, Greater Lima Region, a big part of that as well. We had to break the project into two phases, so the first phase will be the construction of the amphitheater building along with a restroom facility, and this is a $2.2 million project, so that will be underway shortly. That will be 100 block of East Spring. So, so those are the two big ones. Big projects we got coming up in the future. We have the uh, Spencerville sidewalk project, which is sidewalk, which will start out at Cable Road, sort of the uh, LCC or uh, Community Market, and then follow Spencerville Road, North Shore, all the way into the the YMCA. So that will go through Faroe Park. It'll go by Bradfield Center. And that project was a result of the MPO, Lima Allen County Regional Planning Commission, identifying corridors where we have higher order roadways and we don't have sidewalks and we need those connections to get people from point A to point B. Other big projects, we have some streetscape projects we're working on for Central Avenue from Elm up to Wayne. Union, Elm up to Wayne, those are all driven by development that's going on in those areas. So uh, those are just expanding the downtown streetscape, what I mentioned earlier, the one created in 1978. So some of those same features. And those are actually phase two and three of the streetscape. We're also working on a phase one, which is Spring Street, which is an exciting project. This is, again, stems from development in the 100 block of East Spring so this will be in between roads and the amphitheater as well as the uh, other private development going on in the area so this is a conversion of Spring Street to a street fair type project so it's something we can close the street down on either end You you can have festivals you can have food trucks it's going to be a little more more enhancements than your typical streetscape so and that would be uh, from Main Street over to, to Union. So that's near-term big projects, long-term, longer-term big projects where we're looking at taking a hard look at Cable Road. Mm. We've been trying to get sidewalks along Cable Road. We also have aging infrastructure out there as well. The, the curbs are in getting to their end of their useful life, the pavement we're exceeding 15 years on resurfacing out there and we have some access management things that we could improve upon so we also have some force mains and water lines out there below grade that that need attention to so that project on cable to try to get all that done is an 8 to 9 million dollar project so we're looking for funding and through ODOT and our MPO so that's probably more three, four, five years out at this point, but. uh,
0: Well, that's pretty exciting. I mean, you have a lot of work upcoming, and I think you said something key there. There's above ground action happening (laughs) and there's things that are very necessary that are happening below ground. So how can residents stay up to date with all of the city's work, especially in the public works area? And if they see issues
2: that need attention out in the community, how can they let you guys know about that? Well, we're always manning the phones. It's always easiest for us to talk face-to-face and if we need to come out and explain something, we're happy to do that. But that's the first and easiest way. We post our projects and project information on the city's Facebook page and other social outlets. It's my understanding, I believe the city is looking at a information person, hopefully in the near future, so I know ODOT utilizes that to get the word out on all their projects, so that's it's a great resource, so we'll definitely we have that availability we'll use that but uh, anytime we've got road closures things like that we do put out media releases to get the word out so you know our goal in the end is not just to have a project and shut streets down we Mm -hmm. we want to honor the businesses we understand it's going to be a convenience but we want to minimize that inconvenience and whether you're not just trying to get someplace in that that vicinity but just try to get from one side of town to another and go around our Mm -hmm. project you know we want to make sure you know we're there and that this is how you get around us we try to use everything we we try to stay there's also the other way to get in touch with us is the C-Click fix app so those issues do get channeled to the right person and then if they don't get channeled to the right person they get forwarded by city personnel who know who the right person is and then we address those as they come in so it's another good way to let us know
1: Well, that's great. I think we've learned a lot today. I think it's great to remember that we have a lot of things happening downtown Lima, a lot of projects happening. A lot of construction happening and all that for the benefit I think of our residents in terms of safety and also just for beautification of mm-hmm. of our downtown Lima area and of course beyond as we think about cable road and other projects outside just to make sure that folks are safe and we can safely travel to where we need to go and we really do appreciate your time and your willingness to chat about that and we hope that people have come away learning a little bit more about your job and the huge role that it is and also just the fact that we are always trying to do better for our residents and that's really the main goal of the city using those dollars and using resources to really better our community so we really appreciate having you today kirk
2: thank you for having me appreciate your time and I always look forward to the next project i'm just a project person and <laughs> i enjoy uh the challenges enjoy finding the solutions so Thank you. Yeah,
0: well, thank you, Kirk. And you're listening to Activate Your Health. And now I want to introduce Bree Bazard, Creating Healthy Communities Coordinator for Allen County Public Health.
1: All right, well, thank you, Bree, for joining us today. Um, if you could talk a little bit about, for those who obviously may not know you yet in the community, what has led you to this role? Where have you been and what have you been up to? And how did you get to this point?
3: Yeah, hi, glad to be here. My name is Brie Bizard. I am the new Creating Healthy Communities Coordinator at the Health Department, the Allen County Health Department. So I went to school at Wright State Lake campus, Go Ho Dags, for agriculture. And when I was in high school I was like, Oh, I want to work in ag business, agriculture business. And then through schooling and doing some volunteer work up in Lima, I realized that I wasn't so interested as I thought I was in agriculture industry. So as I was working in Lima, I really developed a heart for the community and wanting to work in the community with others. And so after graduating college in 2018, I went on to work with OSU Extension in Allen County, working with SNAP-Ed, which is nutrition education in the community of Allen County and mostly in Lima. And really liked that, was there for about four years. And then uh, after completing my master's degree, I was kind of looking for a new job. There was a pandemic. I was like what I want to do I just don't want to be in Lima and I found the job opening at Allen County Health Department for the creating healthy communities coordinator position and I was like okay that's kind of related to what I'm already doing and I love Lima and I would love to help play a more active role in making it a healthier place to live so that's how I got to where I am
0: For those who don't know, what is Creating Healthier Communities? What is that grant? And then what kind of projects and what work are you actually working on under that grant? So, yeah, if you could just kind of describe what CHC is for us, for those that don't know, and then tell us a little bit about what some of the work that you're focused on this year.
3: Yes, so as the name makes it sound, (laughs) the goal of Creating Healthy Communities is to create healthy communities or create healthier communities. So it is, I'm not sure nationwide, but definitely statewide. There's different counties in Ohio that have the Creating Healthy Communities grant. The goal is to work with different coalitions or organizations in the community in in your county to help make it a, a healthier place to live, help make the healthy choice the easy choice. Currently, like for this year, we slash I will be working in three priority communities in Allen County. And so for me this year, that is Bluffton, the City of Lima, and Delphus. And I have four projects I'm working on, one of which is in Delphus and that's working on helping restore the walk path along the canal there. So working there and working in Bluffton, we are working to implement a policy of complete streets in the village which would help to make the streets and the sidewalks more complete and more accessible to bike and pedestrians, just making it easier to ride your bike and to walk places safely and be accessible in doing that. And in the city of Lima, we're working with improving the bike infrastructure, so trying to make it easier to bike different places, so trying to put in some bike racks in the community and repainting some of the bike lane markers, pavement markers. And our last project is working with West Ohio Food Bank and trying to create a new food pantry in the city of Lima in a place where it's a food desert or a place where there's less healthy food options available. So we're looking around the fifth or sixth ward and we're really, I'm, I'm really excited about that, trying to get some more options and access out there for people.
1: That's great. In terms of looking at projects and determining what your priority populations are and what areas you're looking to improve in the community, how do you go about doing that, or what's the method to that?
3: Yes, this grant started in January, and I started in February. <laughs> so I kind of walked into a pre-written grant, but the basics are that with the Creating Healthy Communities, you know, we're, we're based in a county, and we're supposed to choose three priority communities, and so, like I said, this year is Bluffton and Delphus and Lima. You know, in the future, we might try to do something in Spencerville.
0: And does that change each year? So, under your Mm -hmm. grant cycle, are you putting in new work plans on a yearly basis, or every three years, or what's your cycles?
3: Yes, it is an annual grant cycle, and we choose three priority communities each year. So, as I said earlier, this year it is the city of delphus the city of lima and the village of bluffton and of course we could participate with any community but for this for each grant year is kind of set on what communities we we choose and so we have to have three projects each year and those can be flexible but there's two of them that have to be a certain way it has to be one involving healthy food access and another involving active transportation so walking biking making that easier and safer to do so in the communities and then we can also have options of improving parks and streets and lots of different options trying to make things healthier to be active and exercise and walk different places and trying to have access to those healthy food sources whether that's working to create a new food pantry or trying to get a new grocery store into the area.
1: That's great. Thank you for that great information. And I think it's helpful to have other grants in the community working alongside and activates a large partner with Creating Healthy Communities as well. We love to make sure that we are involved with what you're doing and we're happy that you are able to come and join us today. If anyone wants to stay up to date with Creating Healthy Communities or what your work is, how do they do that? Is there a way for them to Kind of know what you're doing and how you're doing it.
3: Yes, definitely check out the Allen County Public Health website, AllenCountyPublicHealth.org. You can also check us out on Facebook, Allen County Public Health, and there'll be different posts throughout the year from Creating Healthy Communities with different activities and options going on.
1: Awesome. Thank you so much. And you are here with Activate Your Health. We have just talk to Bree Bazarg, the Creating Healthy Community Coordinator at Allen County Public Health. Thank you so much for your time. Thank you.
0: Yeah, thanks for all your insights, Bree. Now we're going to move on to talk about activities and events coming up in April 2022 in the Greater Lima region. Allen County and Lima have a number of great upcoming activities for you and your family to participate here in April. As always, concerts and shows have started back up at the Civic Center, so we encourage you to check out some of the great opportunities that they have.
1: We also have a great opportunity at Johnny Appleseed Metro Park. Their spring strolls are back up and running. Those are at Heritage Park. Those are happening weekly in April. So check out their website. Those are in the mornings. And again, we also have the Go Outside and Play Day at McLean Teddy Bear Park as well on April 24th at 2 p.m. So as always, the parks have great opportunities for your families to get out and get active. So please check their websites, social media for up-to-date calendars of those events.
0: Yeah, those are always great ones to attend and get outside. Apollo Palooza takes place on April 7th at 530 out at Apollo. That's a great event for folks here in the community. And the Encore Youth Theater actually starts their run of Godspell Junior during the weekend of April 8th. So check out and support your local community theater there.
1: Also in April is the annual Ottawa River cleanup. Volunteers are always needed for that event to keep our water to keep our shorelines looking beautiful at the Ottawa River. We always need more assistance there. So that's April 23rd, starts at 9 a.m., you can sign up to volunteer online for that. So please mark your calendars, plan to attend.
0: And Activate Allen County is partnering with SAFI to have a spring distribution day, April 22nd. That'll take place at SAFI here on Market Street in Lima. So we're encouraging families to do a drive-through event to come and pick up some great packets to help get your family moving, eating better and being more mindful. So some great uh, health-related items that we'll be passing out at that distribution day.
1: Yes, and as Activate gets more of their events set for this year, we encourage you to like and follow our social media page on Facebook. So that way you can be up to date with all the happenings of our events. And like Josh said, our first one being April 22nd at Safi, 3 to 5 p.m. The YMCA is also hosting their Healthy Kids Day, which is Saturday, April 30th from 10 to 1. And this will be a great event to bring your kids and families out to for something fun and healthy to do.
0: Yeah, they have an exciting sponsorship this year where they're actually going to raffle off 30 bicycles. So as someone who is an avid advocate for active transportation, I encourage you to make sure you get to that great event and try to get yourself a free bike.
1: Yeah, so that's an awesome addition to that event. And as always, we always want to remind folks that obviously mental health is still a huge concern for our residents and for our community. So if you are struggling, there is a local help, call the crisis line, 1-800-567-HOPE, that's 4673, 1-800-567-4673, or text 741741 and you can get immediate assistance.
0: Yeah, so if you are in crisis, please reach out. But we encourage you as always to get outside, Be active, be safe, and have fun. We want to thank our guests for joining us today. We'll be back in May, but until then, stay safe, stay healthy, and we'll see you soon.
1: See ya.